welcome to episode five. Yeah, this is five. We hey. made it. We made the turn. We made the turn to the new year. Welcome to 2018. Uh, it's January something. Yep. I'm assuming maybe the first Monday after the first of the year. I really can't. I don't know <laughs> calendars well. <laughs> uh, is there. 2018 a leap year? What? I don't know. Does that doesn't matter for January? It was just a question, though. I was kind of just curious, trying to get a oh. feel for the year before we get too far into it. Let me, uh, let me put it in the Google here. In wow, the Google. other people have Googled this. No. Um, they've they've, no. they've also Googled it. It's not a leap year. 2020 is the next leap year. Oh, all right. Well, 2018, we'll see what you got for us anyway. Um, but we're back with episode five of the movie bin. Yep. Hopefully you've uh, enjoyed them up to this point, and hopefully you will continue to enjoy them. But today we are going to... Uh, Going to tackle a um, a real a documentary of sorts, uh, the real life <laughs> <Loosely> tale, <based. laughs> real life tale of the Jamaican bobsled team yep. from the Calgary Olympics called Cool Runnings. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys have re- realized this, we have this common thread through most of our movies. There has either been a John Candy uh, appearance yep. in our movies, a Chicago. Chris Columbus. Yep. <laughs> oh, that is it right now. What about Mark? He was in a lot. And, and Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Columbus. But Chris I Columbus was just... part of Home Alone and. Oh yeah. And it was Chicago. This wasn't even on purpose though. And had John Candy. I think. I love John Candy. Home Alone might be like our uh, like how all everything kind of comes together because yeah. it was like directed by the Chris Kevin Columbus. Kevin Bacon, Seven Degrees of yes. Separation. Home Alone is that for us. Home Alone is our seven degrees. <laughs> but it's just Home Alone one is degree our a bunch Kevin of Bacon. But it's all the degrees on top of each other, like a stack of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what else Buzz was in that we could watch. This is like <laughs> <laughs> Buzz went to jail or something. Buzz, your girlfriend. We could watch Woof. a Joe Pesci movie next. <laughs> 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 you go watch Goodfellas. That'd be yeah. a hard, hard right turn for this, this yeah. podcast. That would be fine. But today we're talking about Cool Runnings. Can we do that? Yeah, we can. Let's do it because it was directed by by John Turtletob, which is, <laughs> which is classic. My second favorite name, only to whatever the name of the doctor was from the Home Alone. Pony Man, Doctor Pony Man, and, doc- and Don- John Turtletob. Seems like they might be buddies, part of a nonsense. Sounds like they're both in the witness protection together. program. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Turtletob. Turtletob. That's how Mrs. Delphire found their name. Yeah. Just looking around. So really, <laughs> the two of them are just um, women pretending to be men, probably. Essentially, oh. that's where we have to. Assume, I guess. Shoot. John Turtletop directed Three Ninjas, which we'll probably have to get a to on this, percent this we will. podcast. Yeah, I still don't know what that is. I didn't Google it after you said that. Oh, my gosh. Three Ninjas is one of the greatest movies <laughs> of the 90s. Mary is 12 years old. Right. He also directed <laughs> While You Were Sleeping. Love that movie. That seems more in your vein since you, you do... Bullock. You love men that my mom would like, and you love <laughs> movies that my mom would like. Wow. Yeah. So we'll, no, yeah. I'm not no going to fight you on disagree. that. That movie is no so good. What other? <laughs> we should watch that movie. Because While you were sleeping, just, he gets just like to, he goes into it. a coma and she just sits next to his bed for like weeks and, and falls in love falls with him. In love with him. <laughs> that seems like a real loose. That would not fly in in uh, 2018. Yeah, well, we're definitely. That's it. We'll hit while you were sleeping. Prove then. It. Maybe we'll do like a whole like uh, for Mother's Day. Boy, I'm taking a jump that we're gonna make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you do, have so much faith. Your mom's we should do a whole month movies. of your mom's favorite nineties movies. <laughs> oh my while gosh! While you were sleeping. Yes. My best friend's wedding. Yes. Was in Seattle. Oh my gosh! Well, you've got mail. Sure. Why not? Let's do whole Meg Ryan. Serendipity. And Tom Hanks. Yeah. Love serendipity. Yeah. Serendipity. Loved Kate Beckinsale. So maybe that's why I love serendipity. I'm not surprised that you did. She's Bullock. like a young Sally, Sally Fields. Fields. <laughs> Comes back. Look, I have no shame in my Sally Fields game. Um, all right. So back to the movie. Can we talk to Cool Runnings a little bit? Okay. Yeah. Yes. It is the okay on the cover. It even says based on the true story of the Jamaican bobsled team. That is that. 
that sentence is the last time that it was actually based on a true story. That is true. It is none of the people in the movie, none of the story in the movie, or like the names, none of it actually line up with it. They just took oh, the really? idea of like, hey, what if Jamaica had a bobsled team? Great. Do you need anything else? Nope. nope. We got it. We'll figure out the rest. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We kind of got the idea. Did they win? Nope. Okay, cool. We'll go from there. And that's it. I mean, so the story is these Jamaican sprinters, Doris Junya, 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 yeah, Senka, Senka, which his name is Senka Coffee, which I don't know how much more racist you can get for a name <laughs> than Senka Coffee. I don't know. Is that a racist name? Well, Senka Coffee is like a coffee brand, so it's like a joke. Oh, it is. It'd be like um, being called Folgers. I was actually, I read a thing saying that uh, Roger Ebert has this thing that if you have to make oh, yeah. jokes in the names of characters, then, you're, then your writing is weak. Yeah. And Yul oh, wow. Brenner, right? That's what's up for this movie, though. And then Yul Brenner. still a great movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Are thing is, is that this is a good bald, movie? And this he's is... based off the Yul Brenner, the character from like The King and I or whatever. Oh, so really? That's his name was Yul Brenner. I didn't do any research on this. I just watched it. Well... Welcome. So, just, um, guys, just, I'm going to learn a lot. actively participating it. in this podcast <laughs> just, as we talk about just it. Just watched most of it. You are what our Every listeners time. are. They're just listening. I have to, seen oh, this have movie, though. I was surprised to find out that this came out in 1993 because I thought that this was like a new movie when I started watching it at like the age of six. So I've hmm. seen it tons of times. I just haven't seen it in like 15 years and then also did not watch the last 10 minutes of it again. That's okay. So, <laughs> Seems Christian, like a did you watch theme. it at all? I watched it. Good job. No. Tell us about it, Christian. Proud. Tell us some of your thoughts on uh, just on the My general thought. plot. You want to go over the plot this time? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's just, I mean, I I didn't really see any plot holes. Neither right, did I. Okay. This is, That's why I gave up on it. The movie itself is a plot hole. Okay, but. <laughs> it's not even real. I know. No. Well, most movies aren't real, first okay. of all. Good but point. second of all. <laughs> but most movies don't claim to be based on a true story and then not be based on a true story. Was there or was there not a Jamaican bobsled team? That is the end of the being based on a true story. I remember looking into this, like, probably when I saw, like, Remember the Titans or something, <gasps> to see movie. when people say based on a true story, how much does it actually have to be based on? Kind of like, this is organic? Shouldn't it be, like, how inspired be? by a true story, though? Because I feel yeah. like the language on it that... Should be. It should be inspired true, true. by a true story. We but should tell them that. The thing we is, should. is that they called... Like, they called BS on so much stuff throughout the movie. They were like, you can't have a Jamaican bobsled team. That doesn't make sense. You can't get here a week before and think you're going to make it. That doesn't make sense. That you can't make happen. it in this sled. That doesn't make sense. They did. Not in real life. But I'm saying in the movie, there were not a lot of plot holes well, because even that. they were acknowledging that it was unlikely. A plot hole <laughs> and just the fact that it is you're like telling me. unlikely are Hold not on, the let's same just thing. A quick re so the only famous people in this are John Candy and Dougie Doug. For now. <laughs> Dougie Doug. <laughs> Dougie Doug is his name. Yep. He was on that second Cosby show. Oh, God. Do you remember the second Cosby show? Where, no. No, there, no. It was around briefly. And I don't know what else Dougie Doug was in, but this. Um, and then Malik Yoba, who you know is Yul Brenner. In sure. this movie, but he actually wrote the Jamaican bobsled song, oh, the really? one that we all love. It's very good. It is very good. He um, and his role was actually auditioned for by Cuba Gooding Jr. and Tupac. Tupac. So it could have been a very different If Tupac could have been in Cool Runnings, Man. what a different world. Let's we'd talk about the butterfly effect. We would be having a very different conversation. This would be episode one instead of episode well, five. Different. <laughs> Why would that be the case? Because <laughs> we'd be, I don't know, excited about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, wait, you're not excited about Cool Runnings? I'm excited. I'm it's the first pumped. episode of the new year. I just don't year. think that there's a lot of plot holes in it. To me, the biggest plot <laughs> hole is how fast they got their costumes. That's true. Okay, Those are called costumes. Called, they're called uniforms. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Marry it again. <laughs> her knowledge of sports is uh, like next level. From my theater background. <laughs> 
it, tell me that that bobsled costume is not just it's a It's not a costume. Still not a costume. <laughs> A bobsled costume. <laughs> all right. So, all right, the story. These Jamaican sprinters try to make the Summer Olympics. They crash into each other, caused by Junior. Uh, and then Junior. 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 You are bad <laughs> mother. That's for, the, <laughs> that's for the movie. Yeah. Now we're going to have to put explicit Probably on have this to put episode. It, Dang. Not for kids. Maybe you have to edit that one line out. <laughs> I'm going to just be <laughs> yeah, like it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so they uh, they crash to each other. You know, Doris really wants to get off the island, really wants to be in the Olympics. They find this guy named Irv Blitzer, mm-hmm. who yeah, is this washed up... Huh? Well, his name's Irv. Yeah, but coach. Coach. Coach John Candy, a large man who somehow at one point fit into a bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> Which is shock, a pothole Poured in and of itself. <laughs> it's like putting biscuits back into the can. <laughs> that was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk in 20 years. We'll see if we all still look like we do now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, they meet him. He's a washed up drunk living in Jamaica somehow. Uh, he they, they try to get him to help him get them off the island to the Olympics. He has this idea that he's going to turn these Jamaican sprinters into a bobsled team. They actually end up being pretty good at it because of the similar techniques involved. Yeah. You get like a guy who drove a push cart to drive the Olympic bobsled. You have two, three sprinters. One's kind of strong. They somehow qualified for the Olympics. They go to Calgary. These Jamaicans go to Calgary. Now, this part is true. They went to Calgary. Mm -hmm. They competed in the Olympics. They actually beat several teams. Um, And then uh, on their final run, they end up crashing. And it's like this big kind of like uh, underdog story. They kind of, they end up losing still, but they pick up their sled and cross the finish line. It's real really? moving. And the Hans Zimmer, really? really? <laughs> <That's> Jesus. A, <laughs> I, 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 they were crashing yeah. when I turned Mary it Mary missed the crash part of it, which is Ooh. kind of the point of the movie. So they crashed. <laughs> and then, you know, instead of giving up, I don't know how you give up because you're still in a bobsled, crashed on a bobsled course. So at some point you have to get out. Yeah. Um, and so they get out and they pick their sled up versus pushing it, which seems I probably would have just it pushed it. It was heroic, it. you know. Yeah, and then they cross the finish line, finishing obviously uh, very last place because of you crash and then you have to walk your bobsled. You're not going to not going to win time. any medals for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know that's that. That's the end of the movie. Plot holes. Okay. I see only the uniforms. Once <laughs> <laughs> you switch the uniforms, well, first, not going <laughs> all right. Plot hole. It says in this article that the movie also depicts Jamaican bobsledders as outcasts, but in real life they were welcomed warmly at the 1988 Olympics. That is oh, true. That true. is a huge plot from hole. ESPN. So, so is these are plot holes or just inaccuracies? So, well, this whole podcast is essentially going to be proving what was true and was was not true about this actual story, as okay. opposed to plot holes in the movie. Because, well, like Mary said, hole. you can't just show up to Calgary for the first time. They didn't. But they did address they qualified. that. They did address that. Irv they did. Oh, yeah. I'm saying yeah. they addressed a lot of these things that we are. Like they called them out themselves. But they didn't go, in real life they went to Austria and competed in a few races beforehand before going to Calgary. Who watches this on the Disney channel and is like, wait a second, no, I saw this Olympics. You're just, well then, again, what I'm assuming as a child is watching this, I'm like, if I fall down in a running race, then I can go be a bobsledder. Actually, here's an interesting thing. Without doing anything else. That's true. This is something that I, that has just been proven, at least for us, in this small sampling of podcasts over and over and over again, is that falling down in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) causes a lot of problems initially, but ultimately leads to great personal gain and character (laughs) development. That's a good point. Falling down, period? (laughs) I mean, rookie of the year. Uh-huh. 
The Cool Runnings. The Cool Runnings. That's two. I can't remember oh. any of our... Oh, Home Alone. <laughs> they fell down a lot in Home Alone. Great, a it doesn't lot. really <laughs> I don't think it help a lot. They build character mm-hmm. from their falls. It, it also builds Kevin's character. They got True. their name out. And Robin Williams just fell. Bandits. Built some branding. Just also, yes, he just metaphorically, just, metaphorically he in life. Um, also, <laughs> there is a fall that happens in the movie that we're watching next. That you can't skip ahead a, yet. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. Spoiler it's a, alert. It's called a Spoiler alert. Mary is I'm much not, more I'm not excited saying. about our next episode than she is about our current episode. <laughs> it's riddled with plot holes, but it's still very good. <laughs> and there's a fall that happens in it that is what like is the catalyst to everything changing. So here's my plot hole with. Cool Runnings that I would like to talk about okay. is Irv's impassioned speech to the bobsled committee, which is, is that even a real thing? I'm sure there's some these bad guy bobsledders. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the Swiss keep, always the, the enemies? I feel like it's like the Swiss or like the Norwegians the, yeah. or it's some some area. Wait till we get race. to Mighty Ducks, Iceland. It's always yeah. some oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Well, we should watch that. We're going to get there. You're really, we're wetting the appetite. This is just kind of like um, an appetizer, a hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> hors d'oeuvre. How do they say that in Bethlehem, Colleen? Uh, hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. That's correct. <laughs> Anywho. So the speech. So the speech, yeah. You, he's just going to go in there as a as a as an old, washed up, drunk, non-respected bobsled man mm-hmm. and and just try to like talk his team back into the Olympics. Yeah, I don't think it does work that way. I don't think it works That's that way. Point. Well, especially he just busted in there. Yeah, you have to schedule that meeting. You're not going to just walk in there no and, like, and have the room. paper like kind of folded up like True. a lot in his Presentation pocket. Presentation says a lot. That's all I'm saying. I don't think he was like thinking. It was just like last minute. I'm just going to do this. Just going to because this remember this is not John out. Candy who I would trust to do that. This is Irv Blitzer. He fit that in his wallet, dude. He did. <laughs> In real life, this was a man who had, who was in Jamaica and was talking to, uh, but it, they weren't sprinters. These guys actually came out of the Jamaican army. Did you know that? I did I not did, know that. I did know See, that. This, I didn't I'm know that. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't sprinters at all? They no, weren't sprinters. They were so in real life, it was not a fall? Army. Yeah. No fall. There was no track They were running. just in the army? Yeah. Is well, that he was, okay? He was looking for athletes for it. He was trying to get into a winter sport. He was doing, it was almost like a uh, trading spaces type thing where he was trying to, or like a she's all that type situation. Great movie. Where there was like, not a bet, but a spoken agreement. Like, hey, I'm going to see if I can take a Caribbean island, uh, you know, athlete and turn them into a winter Olympian. True story. And this so he went to Jamaica. That happened she's all that? Yeah, remember? Well, I mean, not quite to the Winter Olympians. But you know, he's Freddie Prinze. Take, he's going to so take her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, no, I understand Freddie the connection. You is, mean like, it's like similar, not like the same thing happened in both. Freddie Prinze is John Candy. Rachel Lee Cook I was gonna say, is the Jamaican bobsled team. Remember. Wow, what a comparison. <laughs> also, I think we're all on the same page with that. You are maybe Rachel Lee that. Cook, another one of Ryan's childhood I have crushes. A, I, you I, have a type, we could say. Because Rachel Lee Cook and Kate Beckinsale are basically the same. I mean that's not true. They're I mean, one's British. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know where right, right, let's move essentially on. the same haircut, same like look Fine. overall. Sally Field, Sandra Bullock. Who else are you super? FBI agents. FBI agents is what it is. FBI agents and girls with feathered hair. Yeah, Feathered hair. I think I wasn't a feathered hair back in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, Rachel Lee Cook is the Jamaican bobsled team. That was what I was trying yeah. to get to. <laughs> I I actually feel like that's a really 
Strong, strong comparison. Also, why did they need a four-man bobsled team? There is very easily a two-man bobsled competition. Right. They could that have simply true. entered. They didn't need Junior. They didn't need Yul Brynner. Doris and Senka could have been done. That would have been fun. Would have enjoyed but that. Junior was so Junior. sweet. Did you know that mm, for several was. Olympics after this, the Jamaican bobsled team competed and even beat like the Swiss and they beat the U.S. and they beat the Germans one year? They actually were a pretty decent team. Wow. That's they crazy. continued to compete. That first year. But yeah, they were definitely, like Christian said, they were welcome with open arms. They weren't like ostracized like a bunch of these, like, it was kind of a racist movie a little bit. A like, little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of bit. A lot yeah, of it. It was. Also, sure. Colleen's biggest hang-up. Uh, yeah, the you kissing really booth. This. The kissing, <laughs> the kissing booth. She'd like to talk about the kissing yeah. booth. The lady I didn't. Never... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that wasn't even the... Yeah, I mean, that part was great. That was That's not I... plot hole. It's just a really easy and hilarious I was, uh, joke. I was just a little concerned with Doris's uh, thought process of thinking, I'm a married man. I'm going to still do this kissing. And booth. he was really into it. He was super into it. And then he didn't even stop till his wife busted him. Yeah. And so, he, maybe he would have never stopped. Again, not really a plot hole. Maybe more just poor decision making. And she yeah. waited in line to bust him. Like, she did. She didn't just that roll is a good up. I mean, she, she probably had go. to pay. She probably donated to watch her husband cheat on her. Yeah. So anyway, that was one of my bigger concerns about the movie. Also, uh, the push cart that they trained, or that mm -hmm. bobsled they trained in, yeah. didn't really accurately represent a bobsled at no, all. So it had how wheels that was on it. It had like wheels. A it was and a steering wheel. There's no steering wheel on a bobsled. There's like handles. Those, yeah, those no wonder they were surprised the when livers. they got also, there. Also, I did a little research on but how much bobsleds... But they did buy a sled from... I did some research on oh, how much sorry, bobsleds Colleen. cost. Go on. Oh, so they came in. Nope. So if an Olympic bobsled runs $30,000. <gasps> is that why the guy was like $5,000? You've got to be kidding right. me. Right. I mean, yeah. that is right. That is what he said. Well, so yeah. Okay. And then the paint job on it. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk about that we paint can talk job about from the, paint the old job. sled to the new sled. That's, that's a really I know uh, that paint high job quality uh, paint job. <laughs> well, Not that it I was have them. Any... What, you thought they painted it themselves? They, no, they, yes, they, it. they tell you yeah. without telling you that, that they, they painted, painted it. I thought they were just like working with the on stencils it. and yeah, whatever. No, they yeah, tell you without telling you for sure. Okay, but that's nice. ridiculous that those guys, those guys were in the wrong field anyway. They should have been sprinters. They should have been graphic designers, auto body auto painters. People. Yeah, I love it. Fixing cars. Maybe they went in to do that afterwards. Maybe so. <laughs> anyway. So we're basically agreeing. I mean, so the plot holes you feel like were explained throughout the movie. They kind of like said, almost oh, every time I was like, wait a second. Yeah, then they, they also would said, wait, wait a second. second. <laughs> Which didn't make it a no. lot better, but it was at least like they know this is ridiculous. Yeah. I get that they think it's ridiculous, but you can't just say, like, when they showed up to Calgary for the first time and they were, like, in Senka's dreadlocks froze, That's that, that was the first time they had been <laughs> in the snow and they're going to go compete in the Olympics? That's I loved not plausible. them standing up on the ice was so funny. <laughs> like, the, it was, like, out of the gate. This is going to be a rough... Um, in them. real life, though, they did make T-shirts and sell them to to buy a sled because theirs got damaged. I wonder if they sell those anywhere, like on eBay. Ooh, oh, if you could find that one. Would be a cool if someone could find one, send one it to our, the podcast. If Chris Brown, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, mom, Claire, <laughs> any of my relatives that maybe tune in. <laughs> anyway. I'm looking up. Do you have anything else? What, do you, what, what Colleen? No, I'm looking well, up the T-shirts right a, now. Um, Kind of uh, a little a little thing with the the paint scene. You're <laughs> drinking Coke. Yeah. Apparently, the Coke never like went down. It just like stayed the same level of oh. Coke. Wow. So you're looking for more like scene. you're looking for continuity issues than plot holes. I mean, Should yeah, because there's more continuity is? issues than the plot holes in this movie. No, the plot hole is that in real life, none of this stuff actually happened the That's way that we portrayed it. I didn't know movies. this was a lie. 
But it says inspired <laughs> by a tr- uh, no, t- like based based on a true story. But like, I didn't look at the. You know, cover it was based movie, on a true story. Passion it. of the Christ. <laughs> I'm sure that has no factual inaccuracy. We'll not be uh, covering that on the podcast. Maybe we'll Colleen do it for will have her Easter own episode. <laughs> Colleen's gonna have her own podcast. Couple quick puzzles I saw in this movie. <laughs> Where Colleen's gonna take some of her favorite uh, biblical stories and try to punch some plot holes in it. It'll be a different podcast, different crowd. We can hit uh, that Noah movie because that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway. So I have a thing. They did not reenact the crash. The four man team in the Olympics crashed. The televised footage of the incident was used instead. <gasps> what? <laughs> uh, dun, dun, dun. I actually did actually see that part. That, that was right when I turned it off because it looked too real and it was freaking I me out. I take it back. That was the most realistic part of the movie <laughs> and the part where it said based so on a true story. When it's said based else, on a true story, they they meant the, gaps. the concept is real and so is the footage at the end also, of the movie. Also, while well, they're watching the Jamaican bobsled and all these, this, the whole country is supposed to be in this little, this little shack bar that they're watching this thing and cheering on the team. Mm-hmm. Not the whole country, probably just the whole city. The whole city, but still, it just seemed like, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's, that's hard you to know. believe. Implausible. Yeah, implausible. Who's running stuff? Who's who's operating these other these other businesses? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody Maybe they should like shut everything down. To go it watch a, this? It was a pretty big deal. They had never been to the Olympics before. They went to Olympics. They've been good sprinters for a long time. Right, 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 right. But they couldn't. Wait, do they sprint in the Winter Olympics? This is great. More sports questions with. Uh, <laughs> this is good. It's fun. Get the costumes. Colleen's too busy trying to. <laughs> no, for real. Colleen is eBay some like, uh, Jamaican bobsled. Maybe it's not right actually now. the first time. I'm sorry, that Jamaican bobsled costumes. 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 Uh, okay, this is embarrassing. I'm glad, we, <laughs> glad we're talking about a girl movie. Next oh, it week. was. We should. This podcast should be sponsored by Adidas, though. Too seriously, okay. they showed I mean, that logo so many times. We didn't even talk about the costumes, really. Let's talk about it for a minute. The uniform. Yeah. So (laughs) the uniforms slash costumes, where did you get the money for that? Right. Yeah. Those, the costumes are, they're much more expensive than, I mean, they were pretty high quality. I've seen the Mighty Ducks. I saw what those kids had to play in the first couple of games. Yeah. But this is the Olympics. Granted, they shouldn't even have been to the Olympics based on the way this happened in this movie. We should have reached out to Gina. That's not the hill to die on. That's not a reason to not get good costumes. They were wearing like hoodies. (laughs) (laughs) They were wearing hoodies. They rolled off off the plane wearing these like, they had no idea what they were doing there. Yeah, but remember then he like was like, if you're a real team, you need real uniforms. But where did he get the money for that? True. Maybe he had a good savings account. Then he would have helped them buy it. Maybe he asked for a loan. Maybe he had a brother who was a costumer, like a Mrs. Doubtfire. A costumer. Wouldn't a sled be more important than the uniforms? Right. Yes, but they did already have the sled at that I point. I know, but... Maybe it was leftover wow. money. Maybe since it was like such a bad-looking sled, he was like, if you want it painted, $5,000. If you want it unpainted, $4,000. And he used the extra 1000 for the uniforms and then had them paint the sled. It's just so much information that wasn't told to us. Yeah, they made a lot of jumps that were just... You're right, you're right. They did unpack everything else for us except for... But like I said at the beginning, <laughs> the only thing for me about this that was really implausible and was a total how quick they changed. Was no, not how quick they changed, how fast they got the uniforms and how like, mm. nice they were. Oh, how fast! I thought you were saying how fast they were able to change into the uniforms. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like literally how quick they got them. They were in Calgary for like two days, and he was like, "Here you go, check these out, totally custom." Mm. Wait, I agree. so the thank you. Wait, the quote was made up for the movie. It's not even a, they didn't even say it. To feel, feel the, the rhythm. rhythm feel no, the rhythm. I was made up for the movie. Yeah, none of this. That doesn't make me mad, though. They need a catchy quote like that. 
I get it. Feel the rhythm. It just they turn my my biggest thing is they turned like a real life story into these like little kids caricatures that's and tried to sad. make it like I think that if we re- research Look, more, that's cool probably runnings. a lot of sports movies. You think so? But ones era, that are based on a true story? I don't know because I like if I I would I would think so. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming I Remember the Titans is the same way. Like radio, there's probably maybe. I hope not. You hope I love not that movie. I mean, I I yeah. I'm not saying I, I don't love, love Cool Running. Do you I've think that they cool actually so did? Times. They're like, we I was are very excited the to watch Titans. Do you think that they actually did that? No, in real life, real life the Remember the Titans team was like un- so unbelievably dominant. Other teams didn't want to play them because it combined the two of the best high okay, schools. Okay, so state. that would be another example. Hmm. So I guess you're just kind of creating the uh, tension. Oh, Colleen found one. I found a Jamaican, Jamaican bobsled. 1988 Jamaican bobsled. Flip it over sure. here. How much is it? No it's one can cool. see it on the radio. Gotta, That's very cool. Nobody can see it on the radio. Cool. <laughs> Guys, it's yellow. Go on. Talk with you this. Uh, and it's got the picture of the bobsled on it. All right. So thank you for joining us for this Cool Runnings episode. Hopefully next time Mary will watch the last 10 minutes of the movie. They tend to be I the best 10 minutes of all these did. kids' movies. Are we wrapping this up? Because I have a quote that I want to read. All right. Let's share the quote then. This is my favorite quote from the movie. It was right after they um, finally started doing a good job in practice. And they were, you know, they were all like sitting and laughing and like hanging out in the bobsled cabin cave thing. The bobsled cabin. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's called. And one of the guys said, nobody has had that much fun in a sled since Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) You got to say it like Santa. I can't. And I'm not going to try because I I don't want that. I'm not good at accents. Christian, would you try? I don't think accents are racist. (laughs) I guess it is racist. When they were talking, when they got in trouble at the bar and (laughs) and then... Okay. Well, we'll talk about the bar Wait, for a second. Wait, let him finish first. <laughs> Wait, no. And they're sitting on the bed, and they're, like, getting kind of reprimanded. And then they're talking about the Swiss and how they don't smile. And oh, then yeah. Sink is like, well, if they saw a girl, they'd probably just push her down the ice. <laughs> <laughs> there were definitely some great burns. Look, I love this movie. It's a great movie. It's very funny. It's heartwarming. It's just not true. Yeah, most movies. That say they're based on a true story. Hard to say. Hey, this was originally a drama called Blue Maga. Whoa. Which is Jamaican slang for in a state of great distress and starvation. Wow. That, that would have been a very that different, sound different. Like a drama. Maybe that was the one Tupac auditioned for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this bar scene though, those were way scene. those people were way more redneck than I think anybody in Calgary right. should be. Actually, Calgary, have you ever heard that when people wear denim on denim, they call it a, a Calgary tuxedo? I've heard Canadian oh. tuxedo. Yeah. You're making it a very uh, like yeah. city based. Cool running this. Tell me where where is Calgary? It's in Canada. Yeah. But you're saying exactly. the phrase it's wrong. It's pronounced Calvary. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're making your new Christ. thing? <laughs> First, the kissing booth morality, passion of the Christ. <laughs> Bringing Colleen, Calvary into everything conversation. Colleen's really trying to change her reputation on the podcast. From this. rich girl to super Christian. <laughs> <laughs> the real, the stick in the mud of the podcast Sorry, is Sorry, Colleen, Colleen, but you can be both. My <laughs> biggest hang-up is when they went to the bar. They shouldn't have gone to a bar. They are. Were they even old enough to look at a beer? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of, thanks to our sponsors, beer <laughs> and Calgary tuxedos. Now your, that you say it, when you say it. For, <laughs> <laughs> your one-stop shop for our denim on denim tuxedos. <laughs> anyway, do we have anything else? Oh, we have to tell them what the next episode is. Yeah, tell them, Mete. Um, next yeah, Mary, Mary has never been more excited for an episode of the movie. Yeah, though. here's the thing. I was like, all of these movies are about guys or guys dressed like women. So we need to watch <laughs> a movie with girls. And so our next episode is going to be The Parent Trap. 
There we yeah, go. Yeah. Which I feel like is hitting at the peak of our range of films to watch. 1998. Mm-hmm. I feel like that might be the edge of our... Oh, some would say 1999 is even closer. Reviewability. <laughs> some would say. Are we going to go to 99? I mean, maybe. Appreciate. I mean, 99, you're already... I'm in high school at that point, so I feel like... Oh, you you are. I was seven. All right. Great. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll see you next week on The Movie Man. Bye.